Mem Aleph Amid Aleph. Eight, nine lines down at the new Mishnah. Any ox that gores a person, the person dies. If the animal is muad, I guess it had done that three times before, it has to pay the kofer, a special payment uh, that is paid. Vitam, uh, however, if the shore that did this was a tam, Patrimina Kofer does not have to pay the Kofer. Vizeh, vizeh, now both a Shor Tam who killed someone or a Shor Muad who killed someone, Chayav and Misa, uh, have to be uh, killed um, because they killed another human being. Bechein beben, bechein bebas, even if that human being is a little boy or a little girl, um, you have to uh, kill the ox via stoning and... Um, the uh, kofer is paid just as much if it's a uh, muad, if it kills uh, you know a two-year-old girl or a five-month-old boy, or as long as it kills a human being who is, um, we'll say, Jewish and viable in life. Nagachavet oyama, if the shore gores a uh, Canaanite slave or a uh, Gentile ama it has to pay uh, 30 sela, that's a kanas payment, regardless of what the actual value of the person it killed is. Ben Shehu Yafa Meyamanik could be worth $100,000. Ben Shehu Ben Shehu Yafa Dinner could be worth only $10. Uh, it doesn't make a difference. The Shleshim Slime have to be paid. Okay, asks the Gemar Vachima Acher de Mitam Katlinamle. How do you go from a shore being a tam to a muad? Well, whatever it does, whether it's goring, whether it's killing someone, it has to do it three times, and uh, then it becomes a muad to do whatever it had done three times. Well, one second. Once a tam shore gores once and kills someone, you have to execute the shore. So, if a tam shore killed somebody, the shore is executed, how do you ever get like, by definition, if it kills someone once, it's going to be uh, put to death. So how do you find a muad? And we have eight approaches, four of which will stand, four of which will be rejected. Here's the first. I'm a rabbi, so the rabbi's name. Hachavamayaskin on the case here is kigoin de she'amduhu l'shloisha b'nei adam. In other words, it didn't actually kill three people, but it was running after uh, one person and also another person, uh, and they ran away. And the experts assessed that if the people hadn't run away, the shore would have killed them. So it didn't really kill three, but it kind of like this person. I was the third. This one actually does kill. That's how you get a muad having to uh, pay a koifer, because the first two times it didn't actually kill a person. Amar Ravashi, or Ravashi, who I circled and also underlined, Amar, Umdina, Lav Klumu. One second. Great that people assessed, but it didn't actually kill anyone. That's not significant. Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella. Rashi is going to give a different um, understanding. Hachla Mayaskinan. What's the case? It's where the uh, shore put in a state of Sakana, uh, one person. That he gorded, and the guy's like in the hospital on life support, and then a second person, and that person's also in the hospital and uh, just hanging on. And then it gores a third person, we'll say we're going like Rava, um, and then all three people die. That's where the Kofa will be paid because it had gored uh, three times and killed people, and that's how the Shores are still alive. 
because those uh, first person and second person didn't die until just around the same time as the third person did. Ravzvid, who I struggled Amar, you know how you get such a case? He killed three animals, that makes it a muad. So the says, one second. Question. Question mark. Just because the animal is a muad to kill other animals, does that make it a muad to kill a person? It doesn't. Ella Amar Rav Shimi, I struggled Rav Shimi. It killed three people, uh, Gentiles. Um, well, one second. Just because it is a muad to kill Gentiles, muad loy dekachavim, have a muad li Yisrael. Yisrael has uh, sometimes a special mazel, a special protection, special mission, and, and therefore the two are not necessarily the same. Ella, so I squiggle it on the Ella, Ella Amar of Shemin Lakish, Kigan Shaharag Shleishabne Adam, Trefa. Well, it killed a total of three people, but each one of them was uh, halachic trefa. It was going to die within the year. Uh, but that's how you kill three people who are uh, Jewish. The problem is, then the animal is still only a muad to kill that specific type of person. Muad le trefa. Have muad le shalem? Question mark for a shalem for a, a person who's all there. Ella. So I squiggle under the Ella. Amar Papa. We circled Papa and also underlined him. This is the second um, approach that is going to stand the maskana. What's the case? So the, sh- the shore gored a person, killed the person, but then the shore ran away somewhere in the marshal land. They couldn't find it. And then again, the second time, it kills a person, and it uh, escapes the shore that is out somewhere into the marshy swamp area, and they, they can't find it. And then a third time, that's how you get it, being able to um, be a muad, where it had Gordon killed three people, and yet it's not... Uh, been put to death. Ravacha Braid Ravika, who I circled and underlined, Amar, uh, he says, what's the case? This is quite a case. So the shore killed uh, one person, and uh, two witnesses came to testify about it. And then we'll call them uh, Vinny and Tommy come and say about that first set of witnesses, hey, uh, you guys can't be testifying about that because you were with us um, at, a, uh, at a different... A different location. And then, I don't know, a week later, the shore kills another person, and there's uh, two witnesses who saw that, and then who shows up to court again? Vinny and Tommy. And say regarding the witnesses on this case, uh, they couldn't have testified about it because they were with Vinny and Tommy when it happened. And then a third incident, maybe about a week after that, uh, happens where the shore is uh, kills what actually in reality is a third person, and when those uh, witnesses uh, come to testify, the ones who saw the third uh, murder of the uh, shore uh, killing the people, Vinny and Tommy also come, but then Vinny and Tommy, it turns out, have someone else who says, hey, Vinny and Tommy, you were with us. So the ones who were made Adim Zaymim themselves were made Adim Zaymim, in which case, retroactively, it turns out that the first testimony about the shore killing the person was correct, and the second one also, and the third one now, and that's how you get the case. Well... There's two ways that we know, uh, or two approaches as to what makes a shore muad. Is it that the shore has to have been warned regarding three different incidences, or that the owner had to be warned three times? So, hanicha, I squiggle under the hanicha. E liyeuditura bo'inan shapir, if what we need as far as the muad is that the shore becomes a muad, if it does it three times, then it would make sense. You could have three people testifying on the same day 
uh, one pair of witnesses about what happened on Monday, another pair of what happened on Tuesday, another pair of what happened on Wednesday. So you can have three different incidences. However, if the purpose of the witness is coming to making muad is that the person, the owner of the shore becomes uh, a muad, meaning you would have to have it um, three different days. Well, the owner is finding out about all this on the same day. Maymar Amarle, the Baal Shor should be able to say back, uh, well, lo Adano, listen, like, I didn't know that this, uh, my shore was uh, this dangerous. And uh, uh, wouldn't that be the case? Well, no, because, going to Amri, the Adim say back to the um, shore owner, what do you mean you didn't know? Kol emas katil ture gabe have kai. When your uh, shore, uh, 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 Gordon, killed these people, you were there. Like, you did know. You can't claim uh, ignorance that you didn't realize it. You, you were there and you saw that it killed the, the various people. Ravina, who we circled and also underlined, is a fourth and the final uh, approach that stands, uh, as far as the total approach is, is the eighth. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, Bemakirin es balhashor ve'en makirin es ashor. The way you get this, where the shore will not be uh, put to uh, death by stoning, is where the first two incidences, the witnesses come and they say, listen, Bob, we know it was your shore. We don't know which shore of yours it was, but we know it was your shore. And therefore, um, you can't kill the shore. And then when a third incident happens and they come to testify, they actually realize, oh yeah, there's some sort of identifying feature. That same shore we're testifying about now that killed the person was also the one that had killed uh, another two people. That's how you get it. Well, asks the Gemara one second, like, what do you expect the owner to do if he's just warned that ashore? They don't know which one, but one of his uh, shvarim is uh, killed uh, once or twice. My Well, you know what he should have done? Mishum de Amrile, they can say back to him, Tura Nalchana Islach Bebekarcha. You might not know which one, but if you know one of your oxen, might be one of ten, might be one of a hundred, but if you know one of them, Gordon killed another person, you should have been, it would have been uh, upon the responsibility, would have been upon you to have watched especially and guarded all of your cattle. Period. The Mishnah said, Zev, Zechayav, and Misa, they are both going to be Chayav, Misa, in other words, you have to uh, kill the shore. Ten Rabbanah, the Gormings, a Brisa, Brisa goes for Let's see, two, four, six, eight lines, almost exactly eight lines, and starts here. So, you have a Pasuk in Shemay Schaf Aleph, Pasuk Chaf Ches, verse 28. And it says, Sakol Yisakel Hashor, the ox shall surely be stoned. This is an ox that uh, Gordon killed another person, and killed a person, it has to be uh, executed by stoning. Any idea he, well, when you stone an animal to death, it's an avela. In other words, an animal that's dead is either a shchuta, it's been ritually slaughtered properly, shchita, you could eat it. Um, if it's an avela, like by definition, you can't eat it. So, any addition avela he, and we know an avela is asrabachila, then why does the continuation of that same pasuk say, Matamalaymar, here's a forward quote, Lo yeachel es pesaro, you shall not eat its meat. Really? Like, I know that. It's, it's not been shafted kosher. Well, you know what it's coming to tell you? Let's say this ox went to court and the court case finished and it's supposed to go, uh, you know, first uh, possibility to be stoned to death. Let's say, though, um, that if someone came along and shafted it right after that, like a good shechita, it would actually be Asr Okay. 
So I only know that it's usher to eat. How do you know that ashore, once it's had the gemar din, the uh, court has decided that it has to be executed, how do you know even to get benefit from it would be usher? Well, Tom Leimar, the Pasuk says in the continuation, Ubal Hashor Naki. The uh, owner of the ox is Naki. Now, we want to know my mashma. How do we see from that phrase, Balashor is Naki, that's Asr Behana? Well, Shemin Ben Zayma, who we boxed, Oimer. Similar to the way a person would say, Adam Let's say someone, I don't know, he uh, was in a business venture and he got wiped out, wiped clean, he's got no assets, nothing of value. So let's say, uh, you know, Bob or Billy Bob um, is cleaned out from all of his assets and he doesn't get Hana from any of them, so too the term Naki indicates that you can't even get Hana from this uh, shore. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Asks the Gemara, we might those four words in quotation marks. How do you know that when the Pasuk said, I mean, this is what the price has told us, but how do we know that when the Pasuk said, thou shalt not eat its Basar, that is coming to tell us, coming to tell us that if someone goes along after their animal's already been passed and has to be stoned to death and has it ritually slaughtered, uh, that it would be Asra Achila. How do you know that? You learn that from Lo Yechaz Besarai. Ema, maybe I could suggest to you, Actually, no, if it was ritually slaughtered, okay, it would be totally permissible. So then what would you do with the high four words in quotation marks? Lo Yechaz Besarai. That's coming to tell you, not that you're Yasmin but rather, Dasar Behanahu. The Lo Yechaz Besarai would be coming to tell you, Dasar Now, Says thou shalt not eat the meat. Why would you think it's Hana? Oh, oh, comma connector could rebavo. Dama rebavo, Amar rebalazer. Kolmakim. Wherever the Torah says something, and it says uh, uses the phrase Shnemar lo yochal lo yisaychal lo yisaychlu. You shall not eat. It shall not be eaten. Y'all shall not eat. That's echad isra achila ve echad isra hana b'mashman. It implies both that the thing in question is usher to eat and also it's usher to get benefit from it. Unless the Pasuk specifies specifically that you can get benefit from it. What's an example of that? The way the Pasuk specifies by a nevela. Uh, if a person has an animal that drops dead, the Pasuk says specifically, don't eat it. And that you can sell it to a guy, you could give it to a uh, uh, Gentile convert. There was a, a convert who had converted to Shemitz of Noach. That's a question. That that question really goes from where the Bryce ended about seven, eight lines ago till here. Answers the Gemara Amri, Hani Mili, that which we said that the a Pasuk, even though it uses the term like you shall not eat, thou shall not eat, uh, is to be used for a Isr Hana'a, Mikra. That's where you learn both that the issue, whatever the issue is, that you can't eat it and you can't get enough from it from the Pasuk, namely like of Lo yoichal. Aval hocha over here. Where do you know that there's usher to eat this uh, shore that had been passing by the basin that has to be stoned because it had killed a person? The Israchila mi sakoyi sakel nafka. That we know for not from a lo yochal phrase, but rather from thou shalt has to stone it. Well, e salka daitach. And if you were to think then that the phrase of quote lo yochal esbesarai iser hanahu that is coming to tell you you can't even get benefit. Well, if it's only coming to tell you about benefit and not eating, because we know eating from another pasuk, then Nikhtav Rahmana, say it more straightforward. Quote, Lo You can't get Hana, if that's the only thing the pasuk is telling you. Inami, alternatively, even use the phrase, 
lo yoichal or lo yeachel, that would be fine, but the continuation of that which the Pasuk uses, the quote two words, esbesaroi, just say don't eat. Don't say don't eat its flesh, just say don't eat. What's the esbesaroi lamali? Rather, should we not say that what is coming to tell you is afal gav, de avde kein basar, even if you prepared it similar to regular meat you would prepare, how's that deshachta? You did a proper ritual Jewish halachic slaughtering, still, it would be usr. Maskafa Marzutra, Marzutra attacks and says, one second, Ema, I'll tell you that it would be usr if you shechted honey mealy, hechadet badak tzor, The way that you did shechita with this animal is you took a rock, which you could normally use a rock to like throw at an animal to kill it by stoning it, but you sharpened it and made it as sharp as a knife with no nicks in it, and you then... Uh, use it to shech the animal, this very sharp stone, where over there you're basically killing the animal using a stone. Now, you're not throwing rocks at it and with force killing it, but you are slicing through the windpipe and the food pipe using a very sharp stone. But maybe if you shech the animal, the sure that it had been paschal and it has to be executed with a regular knife, maybe not. Well, there's actually no reason to make that. Distinction because Amri atu saking siva Is there anyone in the Torah when it mentions the shechita that it says you have to use a knife, meaning like a, a metal sharp implement, the thing we call a uh, knife? No, anything that is sharp counts. Vehatznan, like the Mishnah says in the Masechah School, and it goes for uh, one word and one line. The quote from this Mishnah: Hashrichet bemagalyad. If you use a sickle or a tzor, there you go, some sort of rock or stone, ubekana or a reed. And it's properly uh, sharp, and it has no nicks. Shrita uh, shera. That is a valid shrita. That's the end of the little quote of the Mishnah. Now the Gemara says, "Vahashda Now that we have brought out that there is such a thing as an isra achila and an isra hana, both of which are learned from quote lo lo Then the additional phrase we still have to ask, what do you do with it? These three words quote bal hashor naki lamali. What do we need that for? Oh, you know what the, that for? You need that for? That you cannot get hana from the skin of the animal, from the leather of the animal. Hanas oiroi. Why would you think that you could? Kama. Desalkataitachamina might have thought to say, Bisarai hudasar. You know what's asar? The flesh, the meat, the steak. Behana, that you can't even get hana from it. Aval oiroi. If we're talking about its skin, the leather, maybe nishtari bahana, that at least should be mutter to get benefit from. Kama kamashmalan. That's what we learned from the phrase. Balshornaki, you can't even get benefit from the skin, from the leather. Kamashmalan connector. Three words. Balashornaki. Okay. Ulahanach tanoi. But according to, then there are other tanoi, my underlying tanoi. Demafki lelahai. Three word quote. Balashornaki. They use this phrase of Balashornaki, the drasha achrina, for some other drasha, which Mesashem will see a number of different uh, possible drushas that they uh, make from this uh, phrase. We'll actually see um, one on this Amud, and one on the top of the next Amud, and another one at the bottom of the next Amud. But bottom line, we'll see those tomorrow. Then, Hanas they don't have this phrase open to teach us that there's an Isser of getting Hana from the leather skin. Where would they know that from? Well, they would know that from Nafkalahumi S Bisaroi. Right, the, uh, the the phrase S that equals, we're going to darshan the additional of the S, the S is darshanable, S, I squiggle around the word S, S, hatafla besare, that which is 
secondary to the meat or the flesh. Mainihu, and what is that? Oiroi, that would be the leather skin. Vehai Tana, underline the word Tana, and the uh, other Tana, S, lo darish, does not darshan, Essen, does not see that word, um, S is being significant enough to be darshanable. Kedisanda, like we see in the following Tanaic source, that there are those who darshan the word S, and there are those who do not. This price goes until the two dots, which is about seven lines later. Shimon Hamsuni, Vamrila, there was a series, Nechemi Hamsuni, Haya Dairesh was an expert from the beginning of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, to darshan every single kol S in Shabbatur, wherever the word S appears. He had a drasha for it. However, once he got, this is like almost most of the way through the entire Chumash, to Deuteronomy chapter 6, Kevin Shigia to the Pasuk of S Hashem Lekechatira, the Lord your God thou shalt fear. Now, what could you include on top of that? Piresh. Uh, he uh, actually pulled out from every S he ever darshan because he couldn't figure out how to darshan that one. Amrulay Talmidav, so the students, let's say it was Nechem Yamsuni who uh, did this. <coughs> His students said to him, Rebbe, kol esen shedarashnamai tehealein. Well, what about, I don't know, 85% of Chamish Chumashay Torah that you went through every single S in darshan? What's going to be with them? Amr Lahem, a famous line, says back the uh, Rebbe to students, well, just like I received reward for all the um, darshaning, the uh, teaching what every single S means, so too did I get uh, benefit or reward for pulling myself away from all those drushas when I couldn't uh, figure a logical understanding to them. Odd, what happened historically, Shabbat Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva came along, the Limeid, and he had something to add from, quote, S, Hashem Lekechatira, you know what he came to include in that? L'Rabba is Tamidei Chachamim. The Tamidei Chachamim, who are Tamidei Chachamim, because they've connected to Hashem, they also should be feared as a, like a secondary appendage, so to speak, uh, to the Lord Himself. Tan Rabbana, the Gemara brings a Brisa, Brisa goes for almost six lines, and it darshans the Pazuk of a uh, three-word quote in the Brisa, Ubal Hashor Naki, which we had said about uh, ten lines ago, eleven lines ago in the Gemara, that there's others drushes to be made from this phrase. Let's just skip ahead a little bit. On the fifth line on Membez Amad Aleph, it says Tanya Idach, and there's another Brisa, that Brisa goes for three lines, and it darshans, that's right, Bal Hashor Naki, that same Pazuk, a uh, slightly different drusha. And on the bottom line of Membez Amad Aleph, there's a one-line brisa from the beginning to the end of the line. And, yep, that's right. It darshans the phrase of, three-word quote, Baal HaShor Naki. We will uh, pick up tomorrow with uh, those three uh, drushes of Baal HaShor Naki. Adkan.